you will hear of wars and rumors of wars, but see to it that you are not alarmed. Such things must happen, but the end is still to come. Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be famines and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of birth pains. Then you will be handed over to be persecuted and put to death. And you will be hated by all nations because of me. What you are about to hear is real. The prophets wrote of a time when the signs of the end would be seen. This is where Bible prophecy and current events collide. This is Unsealed. Howdy, friends. This is Unsealed, the uh, podcast, and I am Christopher Manti, your host, as always, and I wanted to jump on because folks always seem to be interested in the rapture, and uh, I figure why not give a rapture update and get your feedback uh, and input, so if you are listening live... Uh, please feel free to do that now or at any point here before we leave the air. Should not be a long one today. In fact, it can't be because I have to be somewhere. Um, but do that right now in um, YouTube or Facebook or even Twitter. And I would appreciate you sharing this. If you think it's useful, please do that right now. Um, and we are brought to you at Wings of the Eagle by your tithes, offerings, and gifts. So please feel free to give at wingsoftheeagle.com and hit the give button, however you'd like to do that. We would sure appreciate it. Um, right, so the rapture. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, it always, it doesn't matter what the subject is. It doesn't matter what the, the, the topic um, if it's end times related, right? If it's if it's prophetic, if it's about prophecy in the Bible, and um, even even this very week, or you know, these past several weeks, where I'm teaching in my local church um, about the millennium, specifically, and the, the rapture issue never is brought up by me. Um, but here come the questions, you know, and God, God bless them. You know, folks just can't stop asking about it. Um, by the way, it is uh national day of prayer here in the United States anyway. Um, and Cinco de Mayo, which is a very good point. In fact, I believe we'll be eating some chicken tacos tonight here at the Manti house, um, in honor of that. But, um, <clears throat> plus it's good reason to have tacos and um national day of prayer right so that's obviously not a bible thing but it is a real technically a, a real day here in, in america um but yeah so all these events obviously in the world and especially when you have um global conflict um in russia and, uh, you know, wars, rumors of wars, right? Those are Bible terms now. Uh, people try to 
they're we're perking up, right? And we see pestilence and plague like COVID-19 and and we see certainly deception everywhere, everywhere. Um and false religions and attacks on the Jews, right? The Jewish people, Israel getting more hate than ever. Um and that's saying something. So folks are, I guess, naturally saying, okay, what about the rapture? What about the rapture? I mean, tell me what you think. Um, you should know on these on these ministries that that the Lord, that God Himself has seen fit to provide the platform on. Okay. No, no illusions about that. This um thing we call social media is very, very powerful. Um and I know opinions are all over the place on this, but I I don't think it's healthy. First of all, just we can do scripture if you want, and we should always do, go to that first, right? We should always be about what does the Bible say about this, and just be very matter of fact, regardless of the subtopic that we're talking about. If the Bible says it, we believe it. If it doesn't say it, we shouldn't believe it. Um, but it's worth studying, obviously. And God, to me, the really the great question that we could ask about any any time we study the Bible is why, right? What's the purpose? What's the reason? What is God doing here? What is He thinking about? You know, what's His what's His purpose in it? Because everything does have a purpose. Um, and so this is no different, you know. Last time I taught through this subject, the end of oh, what was that? Maybe I don't know, a while back, last year. Um, but it's always just incredibly helpful to say, okay, God says first, he means first. When he says last, he means last. Keep means keep. Um after means after. And uh, just keeping those common sense, you know, points in mind as you read it. And um, it, it's not, it's really not that hard at all. It's only hard when we have a supposition going into it, right? It's, it's only um, complex when we make it complex because we have a, 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 an opinion before we ever get there. And that's certainly my testimony. Um. You know, which is when I really started, uh, I got a real hunger for the Word of God and for prophetic events and what does what is the deal with this? So you you may know my story, you may not, but you know when I was a teenager and all these things started to percolate in my spirit, um, I just I'm so old. I went to the library uh, at that time. There was no internet. I was about to be born, so I uh, checked every book out of the library on this topic and um they were all kind of the same opinion and i figured well if these learned you know people with doctorates and all that and and are experts in this and are throwing all these scriptures around they must they must be right and when they say there's a rapture to come at any moment they must be correct uh or even one of the books i have i believe i still have, don't know if it's on my bookshelf back there um, or not, but it's around somewhere where they actually put a date on the rapture. Not the there was a famous um, a famous booklet that went around in nineteen in the nineteen eighties saying eighty eight reasons the rapture will happen in nineteen eighty eight. Of course, it did not, and 
the author scammed the people right away and made a new booklet that says 89 reasons it'll happen in 1989. Uh, of course, that didn't pan out either. But anyway, one of them called for a, uh, a rapture date in May. May even been May 5th. Um, 1998. 1998 and clearly that did not happen either but this was the point where you know i was really into it and i was i was um i was really evangelizing basically with that subject like well you better get right with god you better be saved because the rapture could happen tomorrow and um and a, and a lot of folks a lot of folks in that era who came to faith were were told that and kind of were scared to do it and now that's not that's really not right um and that's fine i mean you however you come to the lord you come to the lord if it's fear of the lord or fear of hell um great you know great um the problem is when you you make this decision based on fear of suffering or fear of persecution. And that's what the vast majority of Christians who believe the rapture believe it because they're afraid of that. Now, I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying you're bad if you believe it or, or you're not saved. I'm not saying that at all. Uh, I'm just thinking of specific folks in my life, um, you know, great personal friends, Okay, to this day, you know, local people, right? Like actual folks I can hug, um, have that story, have that testimony, which is, you know, they were saved along with um, this this tactic of the rapture could happen today. You better get right with God now. And so, anytime someone would would come with a different view of this rapture question. Um, it shakes their faith or questions my faith for questioning their um, opinion, okay? Um, here's the bottom line is that the, the rapture will is a real event. A lot of folks who come against the any, any day rapture thing will kind of dismiss the whole subject. I don't. I'm also not pre-wrath. In that way, I'm. I just believe what the Bible says, and it says it happens on the last day. It happens on the seventh trumpet. It happens that when Jesus comes from in the clouds and gathers his people from the four winds. That's what the Bible says. So that's what I'm believing, and that's what I'm teaching. So call that whatever you want. What I said in the beginning is the important part to remember, which is why does God do something? What's the point of it? Right. What is the purpose? If, if 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 God wanted to bring you to heaven, he doesn't need a rapture to do that. If God wanted to bring a million people to heaven, he doesn't need a rapture to do that. He's got way more ways to do it. In fact, we just, for example, I think today we just went over a million deaths, COVID deaths in the United States today or yesterday. So that you can get a million people to heaven, no problem. And you can drop a nuclear bomb on their country and send millions to heaven. Not a problem, okay? Not a problem. There's there's a thousand other ways to die. That's not what the rapture's for, right? 
We know that. In fact, there are no scriptures, no revelations in any way in the Bible um, about a body in heaven. Before the Lord returns, there is almost nothing about what heaven is like um, right now. I'm not talking about the kingdom when the millennium starts. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about right today. If you die today, and I just did a funeral for a sister in Christ, okay? She is with the Lord right now. I know that for a fact. Bible says so. We believe it. But we also believe she's going to be resurrected in the future tense, right? The future tense. And that that is the day of the Lord. So she's in heaven, but she doesn't have a resurrection body yet. The point is, the rapture event is a the resurrection event. It's the same thing. You can't you can't um, explain that away. When you change your body, like First Corinthians fifteen, we all shall not die, but we shall all be changed in the moment of the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet, when the Lord sends from heaven with a shout, the voice of the archangel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right. That's the resurrection. All the dead in Christ, it says, shall rise first. That's the dead in Christ rising is the resurrection of the dead Christians. So that's bef- that's the ra- either at the same moment as the rapture or before it. So there's no way the rapture can be before the resurrection. Anyway, this is a very, very, very short um, to the point version here today, guys. This is not a full teaching, okay? Go search the Wings of the Eagle YouTube channel or End Time Church uh, YouTube channels, etc., for the rapture. Why? The, por- the purpose of the rapture is not to bring you to heaven. That's why I don't believe in pre-tribulation rapture. The, in other words, the any moment doctrine. That's why I don't believe pre-wrath is correct either, because there is no scripture and there's no point in bringing someone to heaven at the resurrection. The resurrection is for the earth. There are no scriptures with dead believers in heaven that have been raptured. Zero. No, oh, but brother, what about Revelation 7 with all the... Yeah, I know Revelation 7. It says there's believers from all, every tribe and tongue and, and etc., right? They're worshiping the Lamb. They came out of the Great Tribulation. Not where came out before the Great Tribulation. Didn't come out after, even. Come out of, from the midst. In other words, they were killed. There's only one translation in English that I know of that's really faithful to the Greek in there. That's the new the NLT, where it says, these are the ones, the angel explains to John, these are the ones who died during the Great Tribulation, who were martyred during the Great Tribulation. And now that makes perfect sense, because that's exactly what he saw in the previous chapter about the fifth seal, those under the altar who were saying, how long, O Lord, before you avenge our blood? And he says, wait just a, a little while longer until the full number of your brethren has been fulfilled, who will die for die for me. Hence, chapter 7. Um, so <clears throat> there's no point in changing my body if I'm still alive at the Lord's coming, okay? If Chris Manti is still here, there's no reason for me to vanish and have no body all of a sudden and then get my resurrection body for heaven and to hang out in heaven and then to come later. It doesn't work like that. And there's no point. The resurrection body is for the earth. Jesus walked the earth after the he rose from the dead. Amen. Hallelujah. It was really him. It wasn't a spirit. It wasn't a soul. You could put your hands and fingers in his wounds. Same body. 
It was a body, right? You don't need that right now in heaven. This is the soul. Look at Revelation 6. The um, yeah, Revelation 6, fifth seal. You, the souls of those who were murdered. Souls, not the bodies. Anyway, that's the simple explanation. Um, in my understanding, it's kind of like everything else in the scriptures. It's very simple if we just take God at his word. First means first, first resurrection. Last means last, last trumpet. After means after, after the tribulation of those days, then the rapture will occur. That's what Jesus said. Or Paul says, it can't happen until we see the Antichrist and until we see the great falling away. Well, the Antichrist isn't, he says the Antichrist revealed and sitting in the temple of God. We know that doesn't happen until three and a half years in to the final seven years. So it is impossible that there's a rapture before then. And frankly, he's saying it's not even then because you got to have this whole great falling away. The great falling away is because there's a false prophet doing miracles that would deceive the world and the church. Then we can talk about rapture time, okay? That's at the end of the process, guys. That's not tomorrow. That's not any day. That's after. That's the end of Daniel's 70th week. By the way, that's why I wrote this book, Fleet to the Mountains. And if you click the link below, fleetofthemountains.com. We'll get you the book. We'll get you the audio book. We'll get you a PDF um, copy. It'll give you a link to a course you can take, all that stuff. When Jesus said these words, he had a real specific purpose in it. And if the church was gone, this whole manual in the Bible, it would not be there for us. Okay, let's get to your comments here and I'll shut up. Uh Jesus Christ is salvation, not the rapture. Amen to that. No doubt about it. We will find out one day. There's, we will. It's called the day of the Lord, which is the end of the tribulation and the wrath of God at the end. Um, and also, I would say you would know for a fact that the pre-tribulation teaching is false when you see Daniel's 70th week begin, when you see the enemies of Israel come together and be friends, all of them, including Iran, and make a treaty with Israel to not invade her. If you're here for that, the church is here for that, pre-trib is false. And maybe it'll take that to wake folks up. I don't know. I hope not. Because then we've been wasting time in the wrong mindset. We don't think suffering and, and persecution is for us. We think it's something to escape from. Well, that's that's from the enemy. That's not God. Um, Gary. Hey, Gary. Yeah, you're, you're old like me. Read the late great planet Earth back in the 70s, and I was sold for a long time until I kept seeing in the last day in Holy Scripture. Bing, 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 bing. There it is, the last day. John 6. Uh... And other places, right? The last day, the last day, the last day, right? The resurrection at the last day, Martha and the whole Lazarus scene. Read that, guys. Um, Love Laver, Lavery Man. Sorry for mispronouncing that. On YouTube, there will be a rapture resurrection time. Time will tell when it occurs. I can tell you when it'll occur because God says when it will occur. Not a date. I can't tell you what day and time. I can't tell you what year. But I can tell you it's at the last day. After the tribulation, etc. 
we don't have to say time will tell. That will we know. We we can be confident a thousand percent. Um, Richard, which we, we who are alive and remain to remain means to survive. Exactly right. Exactly right. I tell folks that all the time. Right to survive. Those who are alive and have survived. That means remained through the persecution who haven't been martyred and who haven't left the faith. Those are the two things that they'll be pressuring the church during the tribulation time. The pressure to leave the faith, deny Christ, follow the Antichrist, take the mark of the beast. Okay, you're denying Jesus if you do that. Or die for him. Most Christians will be in one of those camps. You're either going to die for the Lord or deny him. Die or deny the few that are not in those camps are the ones who are alive and remain to the coming of the Lord. Those are the ones who get raptured. That's right, Richard. Claudia, hey, sister. Great supporter Claudia is of this ministry. Bless you. Jesus made it clear in Matthew 24, he is coming back around the end of Jacob's tribulation period or Jacob's trouble, right after and after he mentions Matthew 24, the end, God bless you. Yeah, that's right. I mean, just not to speed through this, but just go read it again, folks. Right, so there's this great trouble for Israel. And then after the tribulation of those days, then you can say, well, that sounds like a gathering from everywhere on heaven and earth and that sounds like the dead in christ and then the ones who remain are gathered with them and then jesus returns yeah uh okay this is my pastor by the way randy scott i use first thessalonians 4 13 through 17 alludes to what you're saying right exactly about the the time that um you know comfort one another with these words because the dead in Christ will come with him for Dorothy's committal service. Yeah, praise God. This is the this is the lady who I, the sister I was just talking about a few minutes ago about uh, doing funeral for. Um, and it's it's a very clear and present situation. Okay, with you're with people who have died and family members of them. You've got to tell them the truth. Don't tell them the lie that uh, you know we're going to be raptured any day and you can see your mom again. If you die, you will. But it's not a rapture thing. Um, well, bless you, fearless. Fearless is good. I think that says means fearless. Tishbite like Elijah. Okay. God bless you, Isaac. Oh, he's faithful, brother. I hope you can get into that course, Isaac. Please tell me you can. <laughs> Uh, by the way, we do courses, uh, online courses here at Wings of the Eagle. Go to wingsoftheeagle.com, click online courses, and see all the offerings for you. You get a free book if you enroll in the uh, Fleet to the Mountains course. You'll get this, well, not this book. You get a PDF emailed to you, but uh, for free, okay? Same content. Um, Isaiah, is it? Some churches teach that that church is rapture after Revelation 3. Yes, I know that. I mean, I, I know about that um, teaching for sure. It's just really, really not good exegesis, right? It's just not what the Bible says in any way. 
It's just not. It's just not. Plus, I like to say, wait a second. Okay, you don't think I know the old the old adage is, oh, the church is not mentioned in Revelation after Revelation four. The word church. Um. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we just have the seven churches or the seven candlesticks? You know that, right? Revelation two. And one, the seven churches are the seven candlesticks, right? Yes, absolutely, Pastor. Okay, great. So then, how come in Revelation eleven? It says the two candlesticks are still there. What are they, other candlesticks? Or are they two of the seven? In other words, the same church. The church will be here. Revelation 11 says so. And that's a, that's that's the Antichrist. That's the false prophet. That's the killing of the two witnesses. Okay, that's the very end in Revelation 11. And the church is here. Um... Richard could be happening as you die. He comes with his saints. Yep. Why would I come back for this corrupted body? Well, no doubt. You don't want that. Either way, you're going to die. In a moment, twinkling of an eye, because flesh and blood cannot, uh, you're going to say, inherit the kingdom of God, which is exactly right. And the kingdom of God certainly can be viewed as the millennium. And it won't be a flesh and blood body for the, the saved because it's never going to die. It's never going to get old or get sick. No more of that stuff. So it's definitely different. Um, Jeff says the abomination will clear away so many prophecy theories. P praise the Lord. Uh, unless we already know the 70th week has begun. And I, I, I would I'm extremely confident, Jeff, that we will know. If we're watching beforehand, we know that there's a covenant with death in the grave, with death in Sheol, with the neighbors of Israel who make an agreement with her over the temple mount, and there'll be a temple built and all that. It's very visible stuff, so I guarantee you we will know. The, fir the first half of the 70th week, before the abomination, when everything looks hunky-dory for Israel and everything's great and there's peace, that's the time the church has to be building where the is uh, where the Jews go. They're finishing it, not just finishing it, because the abomination is the not the beginning of the process. It's very, basically the end where we now they have to leave. Where are they going to go? To some holes in the rocks. Um, the late great generation. Yeah, yeah, right. The late great planet Earth. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of on the youngish side there. I was born in 1975, but it's definitely the era. Yeah, I saw that book a lot. Jack Van Impey. Wow, I remember him. He was on TV. He had a show. Oh, what was it called? Shoot, I forget. You'll probably remember, Marinor. Um... Yeah, Jack Benepe Ministries, right? That crazy radio voice, not crazy, awesome, amazing voiceover guy, and him and his wife, Jack and Rexella. Yeah, yeah, I, I used to watch it all the time. This is, again, this is like the foundation of when I believe that stuff, it was because Jack Van Impey and his fellow smart people said so. And he was like, I forget, he had some kind of nickname about how much scripture he had memorized, right? He could just recall it, boom, boom, boom. It was very impressive. But that's kind of that's that's kind of like old school, you know, trick. I'm not saying he was a deceiver or anything. I'm just saying, like, we we have to be 
we have to be very cognizant of that to make sure we're not just listening to someone who's charismatic or who's smart, or in our opinion, who knows what they're talking about, who knows the Bible. None of that matters. Look at the Bible. Okay, we have all the tools. We have all the translations. We have all the help we need. There's zero reason on earth that an average person, if they're literate, can't understand it themselves now. You don't you don't need Jack Van Impey or anyone else, right? Anyway, so I know. I know what you're feeling. I was always intrigued uh, at that as well. The church gets raptured. Who's going to preach against the Antichrist? Well, that's 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 a big one. That's a big one. You can say, whoa. I agree with you, uh, Azel. Um, but right, oh, the two witnesses and the 144,000 Jews. I mean, the whole thing is really kind of twisted and, and weird, and there's really no way to defend it because if you say um, the, the church is is raptured before this, before the Antichrist, before the last seven years or whatever, the explanation of that is the Holy Spirit is the restrainer and he's removed from the earth, i.e. the church is removed from the earth. First of all, that's... It's not scriptural at all. The church is never removed from the earth. It can't be because Jesus said, "I'll be with you until the very last day of the age." So he can't be. He can't remove himself. It's just like he would say that of Satan, right? He can't cast out Satan. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, he wouldn't do that. It makes no sense. And and how, if the Holy Spirit, we know you can only be saved by the Holy Spirit. You can only say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Can't be done, right? So you need him. You need the Spirit there to testify that, yes, Jesus is the Lord in you. So how is anyone going to come to faith during the tribulation if the Holy Spirit is gone? It makes no sense. Uh, let's pray. Yes, indeed. We all should be praying every day. We don't need to be live streaming uh, to pray together, I hope. I know, I know Pastor Randy and Iron Faith Fellowship is doing it every morning. And um, we all should be engaging it all the time. Pray without ceasing. A little bit of me thinks the reason why the tribulation is after the rapture is because, again, th there's no point in having the rapture beforehand. He can just kill you, right? If he wants you in heaven, okay? God can. Is because God is the same as he was in the Old Testament. Well, no doubt he is. Enoch is just one man, but he's the one man who went alive into heaven. Uh, he says he walked with God, so and that's okay. Again, like... Enoch is not up there in his physical body, and we don't need a resurrection to be in heaven. That's the point. And look, well, Enoch, what about, okay, what about Enoch? He wasn't removed because of some trouble. He wasn't removed, He wasn't taken to God because there was a tribulation happening, and God wanted to spare him. That's the, the purpose of the rapture is not to spare anyone. It's just the full number of the martyrs has to happen. So that's the church. Think about it. The rapture is to change your body into an immortal body to rule on the earth. That's the purpose. And the timing is also told to us. There's no reason to think got, Jesus is trying to fool you. Look, Mary Nor, if if the if a, a, any moment rapture was true, Jesus would have told us that. 
period, full stop. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, whatever. The disciples came to him asking, Lord, when will these things be and when is what will be the sign of your coming? Jesus would just have to say, there are no signs, my sons. I will come at any moment and grab you and take you to heaven, and then you'll watch all the bad stuff happen. That's all he would have to say. But he didn't. He listed a whole chapter's worth of signs. What good is a sign if you're not there to see it? He's telling us things to watch for because we're going to be here. You're not taking us anywhere before. Um, and just thinking back to the olden days, right, Gary? I remember what people would ask, how can the two witnesses be seen by everyone today? Question answered. Yeah, that's right. I remember that one even, right? Oh, well, today we have worldwide, you know, telephones and uh, maybe the, <laughs> like real old phones. We'll hear about it quickly. Well, and we've got everyone with their worldwide cameras yep um and this is another just basic truth that we should process if we are not to know why is it written in the epistles for the churches to know second thessalonians chapter 2 for example right even if you right pastor thank you even if you want to um even if you want to go um to the really forgive me not smart conclusion that that jesus was speaking to the jews or something and not the church in when he told about the end times uh, and that's what people tell you um even if you believe that why was paul writing it to the church in thessalonica the church in thessalonica the church why would he write it to the church if it didn't apply to us yeah um oh darn it i thought we i thought we can go a whole live stream without me being slandered and cursed and having someone get in trouble with the lord friend you're in trouble with the lord now i'm a false teacher because i say we're gonna have to endure to the end because i say jesus says that it's after because i say paul says that it's after because revelation says that it's after and people are going to be martyred and really that's false teacher okay the opening of the seals is God's wrath. No, it's not. It does okay. No scripture on that. You have there's zero okay to say that the the bowls of wrath are the wrath of God because it says so, and you can make a case. I think it's a good case that the wrath of God is opened when the sixth seal is opened, because why? Jesus is seen. He's coming. The cloud is are split. He's coming with the clouds. The wrath of God. The wrath of the Lamb is there. There's no going back after that. Right? That's it. What do you mean accepted? It's not accepted. It's not It's not about that. No one's... No one's. I'm not going to get into the whole the wrath of God uh, tack here because it's not worth it. We are not... What does the scripture say? It's, we're not subject to the wrath of God if you're a believer. You're not. The wrath of God could fall right here in this room right now and I would be safe. I don't have to be raptured for that. God knows who is his. He'll spare every single person. And frankly, well, I'm not going to get into the exact timing of it all, but the return of Jesus is the wrath of God. There is no difference. So yeah, I'm going to be here until the, Jesus returns, like he'd said. That's not false. That's true, brother or sister. <laughs> all right. I urge you to repent about that one.
There it is, Rick Sella. Yeah, and the MC, right? Now, here's Rick Sella. That was a very bad impression of that guy, but yeah. Um, prayers every morning and evening at the mission. Thank you, Lord. That's a Daniel. That's a Daniel method, isn't it? The morning and evening oblation. Um, even the Israelites experienced some of the plagues of Egypt. The first Exodus will be greater Exodus this time. Yeah, it is. I mean, this is all for our instruction, as it says, right? These things are given for our instruction. It happened to the Egyptians, but not the Israelites. Weird, right? If you if you're in God's will, if you're if you're in his people, if he has use for you, then you will not be harmed. Being called worse. Yeah, well, no doubt. Yep. Um Dan, Dan, meaning Daniel the prophet, I assume you mean. By the way, we gotta go here pretty soon. Okay, guys. So let's wrap it up. Daniel says the beast will persecute the saints for three and a half years. Yep. So for at least three and a half years, the last seven, the beast's wrath, not the Lord's. Yeah, that's right. And the and I, as I say in this book, Fleet of the Mountains, please go to fleetofthemountains.com to get it. Um, in Revelation 12, it's, it's, it nails the fact that the tribulation is Satan's wrath on the church. It's not God's wrath on the earth. It's, it's Satan's wrath against the Jews and the church, the Gentile church, who protect the Jews. You, if you look look at Revelation 12 and you see there's a real geographic component, right? Real geographic component. It's a lot like when Jesus said, flee to the mountains, you'll be protected. Hmm. And when the, the dragon comes and casts the water out of his mouth to try to get the children of Israel, the woman, it doesn't succeed. Because they fleed, they fleed, they flew, they went to the mountains they were supposed to go to outside of the country of Israel, which is right next door. The point is, yes, you're right. Um, it says the the saints are persecuted. Now, if you want to say, I mean, most people understand that to be believers. Okay, so yeah, yes, the great tribulation, the great tribulation is Satan's wrath against the Jews in the church. It is not God's wrath tribulation is part of the deal you will have tribulation jesus said that quote unquote you will have tribulation that's speaking to every christian of all time right up through the second coming when i mean the when he comes on the clouds and dispenses the wrath of god tribulation will happen it's not weird persecution will happen all who desire to live godly in christ jesus will suffer persecution these are promises this is not punishment Tribulation is just what Satan does to believers and the Jews. And really bad if you're both. That's just what he does. And that's what Revelation 12 says the final three and a half years will be like, which is Satan's wrath. That's not God's wrath. So God is never, never going to take you out of Satan's wrath's way just because you live in a certain generation. I mean, this is the way it goes. This is his, his plan. You glorify him through your martyrdom. Don't be afraid. Oh, 
Daniel 7.25. Yep. Yep, yep. 1 Corinthians 15, 51, 52, at the last trumpet. Last trumpet can only be at the end. The word can't contradict itself. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's why part of my teaching on the rapture, it says the, la the word last means last. There are no trumpets after the last trumpet. Duh. There's no trumpets after the last. So if there's none after the last, and we know the rapture is the last, then how could Jesus say when he comes with the trump of God that that's not the last? Brr. A lot of gymnastics to get there. Blake on Facebook. Hello, Blake. <clears throat> Will the three beasts in Daniel 7 re-emerge before the first, fourth and final beast? Yes, you're, that's why it's in there, and you're seeing it now. Um, and their geographic locations. The beast, as we learn in Revelation 13, these areas are actually geographies. So the lion is what we would call Iraq and Syria. The government there, the jihadis there, the enemies of God there, okay? The second beast is called the bear, and that's the kingdom of Persia. Again, this is what Daniel teaches us in throughout the prophet Daniel, the book, over and over, using different symbols. Yes, using a statue, using these animals, using other animals. Daniel 11 doesn't use any symbols. Again, we've talked through on this. Yes, you see the beast part of Iraq come up first. You see the beast in Iran come up second. You see the birth. What's the third? The leopard is the kingdom of Yavan or Turkey. That's the third in that order. Then they combine at the end under the 10 kings. So that all the region, those three are the main parts, but the whole region, including Egypt, include right? Including that whole Syria, including Lebanon, all right, all that stuff. All those guys come together, those 10 unite. That's the fourth beast. That's the order. So we're right now, we're right before the second beast comes. We are today, May 5th, 2022. We are right before the time when the bear, the kingdom of Persia, attacks. And when it will attack, it will succeed for a time, but then Turkey will defeat it. And that's why Israel will run to it for security. Oh, you defeated Iran for us. And they will. Read Daniel 8 and 11. Okay, that's it. Love you all so much. This has been Pastor Manti with Wings of the Eagle and End Time Church. By the way, if you go, there you go. If you go to endtime.church, hit merch. And you get a shirt. Support the ministry that way. And again, just go to fleetofthemountains.com for more information on this rapture and every other, not every other topic, but several other topics. And uh, just love you so much, guys. Until the next time, whenever that is, Lord willing, we will see you. And if you're local to me, near Iron Faith Fellowship, we'll see you tomorrow night for more about this particular thing that everyone always wants to hear about. All right, friends. Until next time, this is the unsealed radio program, podcast, etc., from Wings of the Eagle. To hear previous episodes, to obtain resources, and to support this ministry, visit unsealedpodcast.com. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved.